0: Welcome to Broadcast Media, the inside track, brought to you by Ancast, and here's your host, Ben Anker.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's Ancast podcast. Uh, This week on the show, we've got Debbie Jackson. She's a proposals manager for a systems integration company. Welcome, Debbie. Hi, Ben. Uh, So um i understand you didn't start in broadcast media and you started in the audio world did you really want to be a dj debbie is that what it was
0: (laughs) i did the broadcast industry is full of failed djs um (laughs) i studied uh music and sound technology at university and i really wanted to go into the music industry um in a recording studio but i very quickly realized that um, it wasn't a very well-paid industry, and it was very hard to get into. So um, I ended up in broadcast. Yeah,
1: I... I mean the, the the sort of you know interlinked, to like sister industries in a way, aren't they? So um, I guess yeah, was it like audio production, music production, that sort of course you was on?
0: It was. Um, so it was mainly centered around working in recording studios. So. Um, we spent lots of time uh, mixing down bands. Um, we looked at acoustics. It was really varied. Um, and I think the basis um, so a lot of the principles of audio that I learned helped me initially once I moved into the industry as an audio engineer. Yeah. Um, although I'd worked on primarily I'd worked on live sound desks or recording desks, it wasn't that far removed from broadcast audio. Consoles. Yeah, or
1: I, I was just going to say actually, because those sort of the, the, the audio engineer side of, of those music production courses, so you know, some of it would have been transferable. So I guess once you figured out that maybe uh, it wasn't going to be too well paid, or whether you just be sort of, you know, trying for an industry that you, you just wasn't destined for. Um, I understand you got a bit of look, you know, got a connection and you managed to secure a less sort of like an audio engineer role within, uh, was it like an intercom company or a telecoms company or something like
0: that? Um, So I initially started off working for a systems integration company. Uh, My dad worked in the broadcast industry, um, and I remember him being away for many years when I was younger working away on projects. And I just remember saying, I'm not going to work in the industry. I'm definitely (laughs) not going into broadcast. Um, And uh, he got me an interview at a systems integration company, and they took me on as one of their audio engineers. Um, And literally day two of the job, I found myself being told, right, you're off to Romania, you're responsible for all things audio. It was a TV facility build, so it was a studio and gallery. And I found myself very quickly having to learn um, broadcast audio. Um, It's nothing like being thrown into a project in a foreign country for months on end. Definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that that seems quite exciting though you know you've come out of university you've sort of uh not gone in the the, the the industry that you wanted but you've ended up sort of working internationally straight away and i guess was it quite a steep learning curve and was you know uh, how, how was it then
0: it was a very steep learning curve um i remember just being told one day you know go and configure all the audio devices put them on the network and at that point i had no idea how to uh, put them on the network or give them ip addresses and i found myself googling and um, i was lucky enough to have a mentor at the systems integration company who um took me through every step of the way and taught me a lot of what i still know today um so i did have somebody who looked out for me um and Yeah, I was lucky enough that I think having done an engineering degree, although it wasn't in broadcast, I could still use the the mindset and the skills to – they were transferable. Um, So it was great fun. I travelled. I went to many places worldwide. um, And then I wanted to move on. I wanted to do something different. Um, so I worked with a particular intercom company on one of the projects um, and I then got offered a job at said intercom company uh, and I spent nine years focusing on just intercom, the, the intercom side of audio. Um, I worked in a technical support role and I, again, travelled the world, looked after clients, looked after the sales managers and and went to various trade shows and... Um, became an intercom specialist
1: cool and i guess nine years that's that's quite a long ro- that's quite a long time in the same role right so we're, yeah. in those nine years was you literally just happy just doing the work you know the sort of uh support work then
0: yeah i mean it i i love the travel i've been to some places that i never would have dreamt of going to i love my clients it was very client facing um Yeah, I enjoyed my time there, but it just naturally towards the end, I wasn't where I wanted to be in my career. There wasn't really the career progression and I wanted more progression. So um, I then ended up moving back to a systems integration company to the same systems integration company that I started at.
1: Just when you got out, they pulled you back in. right? (laughs)
0: Um, And I joined just as an engineer. And I found yeah. myself, uh, it was a very small team at that point, having to either be involved in the delivery of projects or having to work in proposals, which is designing the systems and giving clients prices for giving quotes to clients. Um, and then I also found myself having to be a project manager um, and I gained the, the project management qualification. But it went from, I went from being able to be focused on audio and intercom to, Literally being thrown anything and everything. I found myself having to be involved in playout systems, in MAM systems, um, in video, and of course, I don't have a broadcasting background, a video broadcasting background. Um, I found myself work doing workflows with clients, uh, looking at scheduling systems, replay ingest, literally anything and everything. I um, just found myself having to, to learn it. Wow. Um,
1: I, I mean, absolutely. just just coming from like a little like a support role into being given the opportunity to sort of really sort of diversify in, in these skill sets then. And so the company that you sort of went back to, did they provide any like formal sort of, you know, qualifications or training, that sort of thing?
0: Um, they did for, for project management. Um, I had very one lap project to to manage and they um, provided the ability for me to do my apMP qualification
1: oh right yeah that's worldwide recognized one yeah
0: yeah so I really enjoyed doing that um and um I was lucky enough to pass so I again that qualification it's quite hard to pass um I did a week's intensive course and it, it
1: is yes it,
0: it was quite intense um there's only three of us out of 15 on the course that passed. Um, but I think I had the benefit of I was running a project at the same time. So yeah. I had the benefit of being able to apply the knowledge. But but yes, so the company, the systems integration company, um, gave me the opportunity to do that qualification.
1: That's brilliant. And so, you know, you got involved in sort of project management then. And did you find yourself becoming a bit more sort of closer to the, the commercial side and, a, you know, the deals that were about to sort of land.
0: Yeah. So being a project manager, I was responsible for the project budget and keeping it on track.
1: um,
0: And any of the overall underspends on a project. Um, And I suddenly found myself having to have a commercial awareness of, um, you know, of um, providing quotes to clients um, uh, and understanding how to, to manage budgets. Um, and again, that was something, you know, I hadn't set out to do, um, hadn't done with the intercom company. So again, it was sort of learning on my feet.
1: Yeah. But I, I suppose you didn't want to go back to the support role though, right? It, it's no. full, full steam ahead f- from your, your perspective.
0: Yeah. As much as I love the travel towards the end, i would had enough of living out of an airport. Um, yeah, there my, is that. my technical support role, uh, my, territory that i covered was europe middle east and africa so i covered half the world and i worked for it was a german american company so if i wasn't traveling to my clients i was either in germany or america so i spent a lot of time on the road and i just wanted to step away from that
1: yeah Um, it's, it's typical of you know the sort of you know younger people coming through the industry they instantly think that this travel work lifestyle is awesome until you've done it for sort of, you know, 15, 20 years. And, um, it's sort of, yeah, people appreciate maybe the home life a a bit more as they, as they mature and get older, I guess.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, and that was really, I, you know, I wanted to progress and I also wanted a role that would not see me traveling, um, a lot, um, and although the systems integration company I went to, uh, went into liquidation, I was then lucky enough to find another role within a systems integration company. Um, it's it's an SI and it's a division of a company that's been going for quite a few years, a, a reseller um, of equipment or used equipment. And they'd set up a systems division and it'd only been going a year and... Um, I was lucky enough to be asked to come on board. And uh, I now work in primarily focused on proposals. So I, I don't have a lot of travel, which is nice. Um, yes. I do want to see clients occasionally, but not a lot of international travel. Um, and now it's, yeah, it's mainly focused on having a commercial understanding and, and managing, you know, all of the proposals that are going on in the department and managing the, the team that oversee those proposals.
1: Yeah, but I, I guess this these are opportunities that present themselves, right? So, you know, uh, a company that's fresh off the ground, it's only been going a year and you get the opportunity to uh, to come on board at that, you know, it's an early stage of the company and it could be setting you up quite well now because, uh, you know, the road ahead uh, in, in, in its infancy is uh, quite appealing uh, in many respects, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, when I started, the proposals team was a team of two. Yeah, um, it was literally the uh, technical director who set up the uh, systems side with the projects director. Um, so it was literally the t- technical director and myself were responsible for doing proposals. Um, and then over the years, I've been with them now three years, and over the years, we've we've gotten into we've built an entire team. Um, and you know hopefully it'll go from strength to strength. Uh it's a great company to work for.
1: Yeah. And I guess you know for people who uh are going through, you know, so, sort of a company might be folding or it's sort of merging with another company or and and you've seen yourself that, you know, you can hop between companies and uh if if an opportunity comes up like that, it's uh, it's it's always good to explore them or take them up right.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, and I think I've learned along the way that the broadcast industry is incredibly small. <laughs> yes. Like uh, you literally see the same faces uh, moving about different companies, and yes, you can, um, you know, you can make changes to com- on completely different paths. But I think generally, once you're in the broadcast industry, you know, there's always the ability to either move to a similar role or move to a different role.
1: Yeah, and what about sort of your role now? I I like to ask people, you know, do do you think you've found your sort of ideal role and, uh, you know, how do you know when you've found it sort of thing?
0: Um, Yes, Um, I think I love the team I work for. Um, It's a really nice dynamic, really nice bunch of people, really clever people. Um, The board of directors are really young. Um, and they're very forward-thinking and they've always got really good ideas where to take the company next. And I like working for um, a team of people that, you know, are, are super clever and have got really good ideas. Um, I love the dynamic and I do enjoy the role. Um, it is, I love the client side of things. Uh, occasionally I'm allowed to do audio. <laughs> occasionally I'll get asked audio questions, but I also like the, the diversity of my role um it really i can be doing um you know one one type of proposal to the next i might be looking at you know an ob vehicle for a client i might then be looking at a portable production unit i might be looking at a playout system i might be looking at replay they might want intercom really don't know what i'm going to get from from one day to the next so it always provides the challenge of having to research um, particular solution and and then present to the clients
1: yeah and, and new tech right everyone likes a bit of new tech so why not
0: yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. no, no no regrets about uh, the dj career then uh, debbie <laughs>
0: yeah I, i'd have liked to have been a superstar dj i think i'd have been paid more but
1: <laughs> yeah. well you could be a bedroom dj and still keep that sort of light burning in the background right <laughs> uh,
0: Well, that was uh, one of my first purchases when I joined uh, the company I am with now. Um, The now uh, group, um, get his title right, group CEO um, convinced me to buy uh, new decks and a mixer. So that was my first purchase. So my boss laughed because my salary went in (laughs) and out on the same day. And I bought uh, some more decks to go with my... uh, The original trial turns I've got, so I still got them. I don't get chance to use them often. Normally (laughs) working hard.
1: (laughs) Well, you can dust them off any time you like. Then I guess. (laughs) Well, Debbie, I'd just like to say thank you for coming on the show. It's been interesting finding someone who was destined for music industry to end up in broadcast media. So, uh, thanks for coming on the show.
0: Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning into Broadcast Media: The Inside Track. Subscribe for more real life insights into the industry. And for more information, head to ancast.co.uk.